0: You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.
1: Tell me My heart. I look ahead. I hear the sound of the choir Mm -hmm. singing that love will never part. No more hymns.
2: Welcome to Quirk of the Day. It's your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. How are you? Can
0: you believe this is episode 77, Movies That Are Comedies, The Woman in Red. The Woman in Red, The Woman in Red, The Woman in Red. Because this movie has one of
2: the best soundtracks releasing since 1984, The Woman in Red, which was written for the screen and directed by Jean Wilder. Yes, so we're gonna get into The Woman in Red. The Woman in Red is one of the funniest comedy films since 1984 from the 80s. And I've watched it so many, 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 many times. And in the midst of it, I never ever watch it and grow tired of it. Honestly, I never grow tired of this movie. And watching it very recently, I observed things I hadn't seen. It might be a little petty stuff. Cause you know, with Gene Wilder, the character he portrays, Theodore Pierce, which is curious, Pierce. I think of Desiree Pierce of the Quirk Chronicles, like a little little bit of a, yeah, but not much, but in the Miss Theodore is also, his friends call him Teddy or they call him Ted. And it begins interesting with Teddy narrating about the fact that he's he's married, he has a wife, a couple of daughters, children, and uh, he has no adventure. Isn't this kind of familiar? Like a little bit like Chris Rock. I, 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 what is that? I hate my wife or something like that. And he was having issues. I was like, what? what's going on? So this movie is funny. And this is probably one of the funniest comedies I have ever seen because of the fact I can laugh in the midst of infidelity and affairs and still laugh at it because it is funny. And some things we probably like, ah, but it can go there, but it is funny. And not just in just specific scenes, like throughout the scenes of this whole movie, throughout the scenes of this entire movie, the Woman in Red, it is completely funny. From the first time we're watching Theodore Pierce, Gene Wilder portraying Theodore Pierce, it is beginning with all of the hilarity. And the budget was $9 million and the box office $25.3 million. so it did well. Obviously, I was a little too young to get into this type of movie, but we like this soundtrack because Stevie Wonder was one of the music writers or composers music composers of this film in addition to John Morris as well and Stevie Wonder also has Dion work on certain certain duets together especially as it begins with it you so yes this is Stevie Wonder and Dion work we begin with that because that's how the movie begins and the movie where Everything is happening in this story is San Francisco, just to keep that in mind. And the 19 minutes when I was watching it, just to go how far, it is funny. It's like, it's crazy. Okay, and just to let you know, I discovered new information. I don't always know everything all the time, but I like when I get new information. So this is based off of, The Woman in Red is based on a French screenplay. Now, when I'm watching it, I was already connecting it to The Seven Year Itch, which also starred Merriman Monroe. When you see the woman in red and she's walking and passes the parking lot where Teddy is watching her, completely in red, the dress, the heels, the purse, everything, even the panties. Yes, the panties are red. And so, I was thinking of Marilyn Monroe. I did have an opportunity to watch the Seven Year Itch, not completely all the way through, but I did just to get a sense of how it starts and begins. You remember how her dress flares up with the the vent; it, it just it just flares up. You you see things, right? You see her her beauty, and so it's the same with this character who is. Kelly LeBrock, do you remember Kelly LeBrock? She was also from the 80s as well, and uh, it was the one it was called The Weird Science Comedy, and that came in 1985. I was surprised that she's actually, at the time she was married to the producer of The Woman in Red as well, and that explains how she got this opportunity, and she's from the UK at the time, and she plays Charlotte, and we also see the other characters. We have Charles Roden, who plays Buddy. We have Joseph Bellona, who also portrays Joey, who's married to Teresa. And then also Teddy's wife, Dee Dee, is portrayed by Judith Ivy. And there's also, of course, Gilda Radner, who's hilarious, who's been a comedian and an actress as well from SNL. She portrays Miss Milner, and we're gonna get into all of that. There's, there's Michael Huddleston yeah, and Richard, character by Kyle T. Hefner. And, of course, this, uh, this kid, there's a teen that looks like a rooster. This is Shelley, who portrays Shelly. This is Michael Zorick. And so this is another interesting thing, again, how it starts. Okay, so at the parking lot how the pretty woman comes and he sees her the moment he sees her. And so keep it in mind that this is work in the beginning because Teddy didn't know he was going to see this beautiful woman coming in and then having her dress fly up and then she comes back and she does it again. So I was thinking, was she aware of the fact that he's sitting in the car watching her? So I'm assuming, and so by the time he gets out of the car, he goes and he wants to start doing something similar to That's hilarious, where he wants to start moving his legs around by himself, and by the time he gets to the elevator with her, she's trying to get to the fourth level, and he helps her, and then all of a sudden, the air conditioner goes out, and there's no electricity to see, and it looked as if maybe it was coming across as if he fell on top of her, but he didn't and so she goes into another room and then he sees her and then it was hilarious this conversation that Richard is having on the phone with his brother and the way that they're talking you think is vulgar of what they're talking about and the only thing that he is basically talking about is how he can basically just make some type of photo processing lab with his brother, but the way it comes across, you would think something else is going on. And it is very funny how Gene's character, Teddy, is like, okay, you, do you have to do you have to talk that way? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. He was like, well, this is just, you know, this is my brother. He's like, your brother? Yes, the photo processing lab it's just about the photo. okay 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 all right all right we get it we get it all right so then he goes back to work and then he notices the uh, the lady seeing her and he smiles and then all of a sudden he's picking up like a newsletter that's kind of cut in the middle so he can watch her and so I was like all of a sudden Cupid has come in and messed it up and this man has been saying just like aspects of the seven-year itch he had never cheated seeing a pretty woman never look twice and all of a sudden what has happened yes this is definitely this is definitely something spiritual that has happened to have this man cheat on his wife and it's the it's the it shits over there who got in on this matter and making this man a terrible man all of a sudden now he has to be a cheater and so here we go with this it's so interesting how (laughs) Teddy picks up the phone, and this is the part where some guys can be stupid. He knows darn well when he met Charlotte before he knew her name, that she has a British accent, and when he's picking up the phone, the lady who's been working there is Miss Milner, who is also (laughs) Gilda Radner, who answers the phone, and he knows that that's not her, because she doesn't speak that way, how they were briefly speaking on the elevator. So how did he get confused? Once again, maybe it's Cupid that made him stupid. Yes, Cupid made Teddy stupid, okay, <laughs> with this woman. And so I'm pretty sure we didn't get into what the perfume was like. Did he smell the perfume in the midst? of I'm pretty sure she smelled very wonderful as well. So in the midst of all of that, in the midst of all, he's curious and then he's asking her out on a date with what he thinks. Who he thinks is Charlotte, but it is not. And it is actually Miss Milner that everyone there who is working with the cable the cable card campaign they already know (laughs) that she's funny gilda's funny how she starts speaking in german and the lady said, i don't speak german and then she starts becoming kind of clumsy and then all of a sudden she's just not all together and she's agreeing to go on this date with she knew that it's teddy and she's gonna go on a date and then she's aware, but not aware of the fact, she's thinking maybe he wanted to date her, but it's actually Charlotte, so it's funny, and then, (laughs) then on the other parts, when the the other two, the brothers, before Teddy does get to where he can play tennis at this club with his friends, his wife is giving him a ride, and he's looking at her legs, and all of a sudden, and, and he's covering up her legs, and then she's a little insecure about her just her earrings and then she thinks they're a little too much and she puts the earrings in his his jacket or I should say it should be like his suit so that's yeah she plays in his suit and the pocket of his suit and so that's what happened and then she drops him off and then Teddy and his friends they're the buddy yeah buddy Joey and Richard they're playing tennis and then after they have a shower they're having a conversation about affairs and so they know joey is a cheater they know him cheating on Teresa for years and but they've managed to stay married and he said oh his wife you know she's a saint and so teddy asked does she do the same yes this is what teddy he says this is what he says he says does she do it too does she have affairs and he said my Teresa, my Saint Teresa, I was like, Joey, 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 you have no idea. Maybe she probably has had affairs, you just didn't know because you're so involved with the others. And so he didn't think that that could happen. So then all of a sudden, they have to drive Joey around. Joey is very immature. And so they gotta get him to the house because he's erratic and all this other stuff and almost getting into a wreck to get him home. And then all of a sudden they see that Teresa has taken the kids. In addition, she's taken all the furniture out of the house and she left like a little glass with a letter that let him know that she was aware that she saw a picture of her husband, Joey, in a nightclub with a woman. And (laughs) naturally Teddy said, Was it was she naked? Yeah, was she naked? No, it's just it's obvious she knows what her husband is like, he's a cheater, and she's aware. But many people do stay in marriages or relationships, even in the midst that there is a lot of infidelity. Sometimes people do this because they want to keep the family together, and that has a lot to do with it. And sometimes others will stay in marriage with others if they're doing well with money and finances and they may tolerate and put up with things and just they don't like it but there are other things that they feel probably benefit the relationship and that's just something that they just they accept uh but you see at some point it does have an effect and so even with Teresa being said to be 38 or 39 and he was assuming that his wife was a happy wife hmm so obviously not so if everything is going to get the van the kids everything and moved all the furniture and then he says this is not happening this is what joey's saying joey's like this is not happening and he starts wrecking up everything calling her a bitch and all this stuff he's like bitch oh everything he was just cussing everything all the cabinets in the kitchen just came down he's breaking glass everything and you know, they're concerned. They're concerned about the the fact that, of course, what are their other friends? (laughs) Buddy was like, okay, Teresa's our friend too. He was tripping. And he was thinking that the one who is the problem, he was thinking is Teresa. Joey thought Teresa was wrong. Joey was wrong. Joey was the one who was wrong. But those types will try to flip it and manipulate the situation to make it look like it's the other way around. I despise those types of individuals who think like that, who play mind games with people so they can get their way when they know that they're wrong. And what I'm referring to is with the cheating, you, the thing I can't stand is individuals who like to be, if you don't want to call it on the low or if they're They're cheating. They don't want their partner to cheat, but they can. And it's acceptable for them to cheat, but have a problem with the other partner wanting to possibly be open with someone else. And because of their ego, they just cannot deal. They just can't deal with it. So then later on, (laughs) Uh, Teddy's already trying to set Richard up so that he knows how to answer the phone so he's already got this crush on Charlotte already so early and it's like this is just the same part of the day it's not even a week it's not two weeks it's not three weeks it's not a month it's not a couple it is literally shortly after meeting her and so he's already trying to set it up how he can meet her outside of work and in addition to something else was very interesting there's another weird one who came in as I mentioned the rooster came in and the moment that Teddy sees this other character who has like the way they used to wear their hair like a a mohawk hair style in the 80s and so one of his daughters who's the oldest she's was gonna go to the movies with Teddy and then she realized that Shelly's father or whomever in their his family they already had tickets for them to see david bowie and so they'd go and see david bowie and so when teddy sees Shelley, i didn't realize that he hadn't seen him before i think Shelley probably was known for a bit but just as time went on he became more of a teenager and becoming more into with his libido and then changing his look and so he says to him you're you're a Jewish boy. And and Shelly says, my parents are Jewish. <laughs> Basically, he's like, he's not Jewish? <laughs> like, you know, so this is interesting. He said, you're gonna take good care of my daughter. And then he said, you take care of my girl. And, and when he says, oh, I fell out, he's looking like, well, what's he talking about? It was Dee Dee. Shelly has a crush on Dee Dee. And I wish that Teddy knew that Shelly had a crush on his wife, Didi, like the to touch her breast, which is crazy. I wish Teddy could have saw that. So having said that, this is really crazy. <laughs> and what I noticed, I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. <laughs> I just, it's so much of this movie that is funny again, that I had to write some things down because I'm not going to remember many, and we would be talking way too long. Did you see the movie? You can find it on Amazon. You can find it through YouTube. It's available free. And I don't know if certain movie theaters would still play this one the woman in red in theater i think they should put this back in theater some of the movies from the past should be placed which i have already seen in some movie theaters that are playing movies from the past so et elf many movies from the past i've been seeing people do go to see movies from like back in the golden times of hollywood people go to those movies and see those old movies the classics is what they call them as well and so having said that we're gonna take a little pause and then when we come back, I'm gonna get into this, a little more about this based on French screenplay Un Elephant of what this was actually supposed to be based off of I'm not using all of the French I don't want to but it's uh, by uh, (laughs) Jean-Luc Dabati and Yves Robert who also were the writers based off of uh, The Woman in Red. I've never read that French screenplay, so I I have to do more research on that. And then we'll come back and we'll get more into this movies that are comedies, The Woman in Red. What's your
3: name?
1: Theodore Pierce, Teddy, Ted. Tomorrow, six o'clock, two years.
3: On Columbus? Yeah. What's that suit?
1: This? I don't know. Six, seven, eight years, maybe. It <laughs> looks More sleeve than
3: this.
1: Listen to me. This is what I know. But buddy, are you sure this style suits me? You want to look good at funerals? No, no. I'm just saying I want to look nice. I Let know. me see. Put your arms down. Now you're cooking with Crisco. Robert Redford? Mr. Dingillian, great news. I just got the latest figures from Community Affairs. The cable car campaign is a smash. All the TV stations, Channel 5, Channel 3, the newspapers, the magazines, all they're talking about is the reopening of the cable cars. It's unbelievable. You wouldn't believe it. (laughs) <laughs> it's better than our wildest imagination. We couldn't have hoped for a better campaign than what we've got right now. And it's due to you, sir. It's a wonderful tribute to the whole concept. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for eBooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.
2: And welcome back to Quirk of the Day. This is your host and producer Autumn Simmons, and we have returned to part two of movies that are comedies. The Woman in Red. And again, this is episode 77. And so we returned with Stevie Wonders, The Woman in Red from the soundtrack, The Woman in Red. As again, I told you, this is a really awesome soundtrack. And we do end with, I Just Called to Say I Love You, and another great song. And of course, another song that I like on this album, Dionne Warwick's Moments Are Moments, and We're getting into the infidelity that's taken place in this movie. You've also heard a clip of the woman in red, which also is interesting because Charlotte and Teddy seem to really both at this point like each other. And so when Teddy was having a meeting, one of the gentlemen next to him let them know about the new, when he was taking a, a walk around the way when wanted to be a part of the campaign meeting as well, that there's a beautiful poster of Charlotte and she's wearing black and she has, you know, the leather and everything and they're putting it up on all of, all of throughout San Francisco. So she's known and seen when people are driving, they see her. And so in the midst of that, they're knowing that they chose charlotte for this campaign this cable card campaign that is really doing really well with marketing for whatever it is they're doing over there specifically why they need her for that teddy finds out that to find her how they he could meet her how interesting guy would say yeah uh, she likes horseback riding yeah so basically he finds out teddy finds out that charlotte likes horseback riding so then they're he is on one particular day. Likely it was a weekend or something like that. And he happens to look for her the first time, he doesn't see her, and he's not good at horseback riding either. And so then eventually <laughs> he does see her. She looks amazing. And they meet, and in the midst, he, what it is with him and, and Dee Dee with these earrings, and out of his his pocket, Dee's earring falls out and so it wasn't both it was just one this time so when they were leaving and Charlotte wanted to meet Teddy, but it's curious how she met him this time not by calling on the phone and We're gonna get into the other lady who works where Teddy works and how she was thinking that Teddy liked her as well and again he's a little off thinking that he was speaking with charlotte knowing that charlotte has a different accent and so (laughs) in the midst of all of that okay so she hunks her horn and then out of i don't know the blue perhaps is a rainy day a beautiful rainy day and it's spring so keep in mind it's springtime so you know people are kind of freaky when spring comes and how people are during that time of the year anyway and so he decides to look out of the window and he sees that it's Charlotte and then she gets out of the car you could barely see her but she's pointing at but basically the huge poster for the campaign to know that it's her and I was like okay so she's the star right she's the star so like a dog he does come out and he runs to get down the elevator and then he knocks Miss Milner who is uh Gilda Redner Yes, she portrays mrs. Milner and knocks her down. I he picks her up and he's not completely rude But he did nearly walk over her to get down to Charlotte and so In the mist, you know, I laugh at this when I look at I like Gene Wilder his curly hair and This was the 80s, this was also the jerry curl was really popping during this time, the jerry curl. And of course, we know Gene Wilder never had a jerry curl, but with his hair raining, it looked like he had a jerry curl. (laughs) makes it even more funny about how his friends hook him up to get his hair restyled, and he looks like an idiot, and people were embarrassed during the meeting, and then he went to go kink his hair up. It is what it is. Yeah, what it is, and all this other stuff. And it's crazy. So while he's talking with her, Charlotte outside, and she's all comfortable, not completely wet. And so he's basically begging for a date. He's begging to get to know her even more so. And in the midst, they wanna hook up and playing this game to give the impression to see how bad he really wants her. And so he jumps on her car on the windshield looking like a psychopath, looking crazy with a jerry curl. <laughs> has him come over knowing how to sum him over as a goddess and then he comes over and then she wants him, obviously, but she's gonna make him work a little more for it. And in the midst, um, she agrees to something, but then she leaves, but she says, well, I have to leave, I have a, a dance class and you know, also sort of BS that she has to say because she's so special, right? And so in the midst of it, I noticed that both of them have not shared that each, as in Charlotte and Teddy, are both married. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to this. <laughs> I didn't like how Teddy was playing his game with Miss Milner after the first time, you should have let that go. And then again, he would call again and then think he's talking to Charlotte and he wasn't and then thinking she would go on another date and she went on another date and he didn't show up. At that point, she had it with him, and she showed up. And Mrs. Milner, she scratched Teddy's car with the key and bent the antenna. And then the second time, she made sure that whatever stick shift she used to, you know, move it, <laughs> go all the way down the hill of San Francisco. And that's what happened. And you would have thought that he would have died, and he wasn't even any type of um, seat belt of any fashion or form. Just just sit in the back seat, pretending like he's having a heart attack, and she was she was tired of that shit. <laughs> so then after that, she had to come in, and she I like how she uh, knocked the the ink and knocked it and smeared it all in his document. You have a great day. I love that. And then she fell in love with Richard. <laughs> she because she moved on. So that was great after the third time, and he still had a, a little cut. On the left side or wherever he had to wear a band-aid for being stupid. <laughs> Not like that. Dee, Dee didn't notice at this time. So then, at some point, at some point, Teddy invites Dee. Dee no, let's go back. Teddy invites Charlotte to a family birthday because it's Teddy's birthday coming up but when Teddy had this car accident because of what he did with Miss Milner and she was gonna fuck him up <laughs> so his buddy who is buddy Buddy said hey you know it if you need because what's going on with the car you know I will be your your chauffeur and then so eventually he needed him for that and so I don't know why he took Charlotte to this family gathering for Mama Dell's birthday, and assuming that Mama Dell and Didi didn't care for each other too much, but she was there. So the moment he walked in, and he realized this a whole surprise, and his daughters were there, Didi, his wife, was there, and a few others in the family that came to just you know offer his birthday for Teddy and Mama Dell. <laughs> Didi, like, did she see what's going on? And then in a the nick of time. Buddy comes in to make seem like he's with Charlotte and then it, it works great. Yeah, it worked great. Right. So then eventually they pretended the jerks, Joey, Buddy, and Richard, they all pretended Joey acting like he's having another problem with Teresa, and then they were put on a great show, and then Teddy he assumed it was real, and then he realized it was a setup. Didi saw the setup, and then Teddy's telling Didi, get the kids out of the way, blah, 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 so then it was his birthday, so they took him to go meet Charlotte while she's up at night, and till midnight, up till 6 in the morning, and she's still performing, and you know, she's a, a model, so she has to wear all these nice things, and he gets to watch all of her work, and all of this, and then eventually they get in the limo, and they go to where she resides, and and eventually they're setting everything up so she lets him know while she's you know she's bathed and everything and they're about to get it on but she wants to just get this going about okay before we even do this okay so you didn't tell me you're married you have um like she cared but yeah you're married and you have two daughters and at the same time she didn't want to acknowledge the fact that she's married too so while uh, they're about to get in bed and Teddy didn't to take his shoes off and all this other crap and so then he went to throw his underwear at the lamp and all this other stuff and then all of a sudden husband comes home and he's a pilot and and she's like oh we gotta get you out of the house or he'll he'll, he'll kill you and all this other stuff and so then she said you can either go out the door or you go out the window <laughs> That's Teddy deserved it and I think he was kissing her and to be honest, I feel he was cheating even if he didn't get the penis inside or they didn't get to go that far with all of it and he got to see her completely nudey lying in bed and it just didn't happen and then he said he he'd go out and talk to the man and you know, he's wearing his um, not his pajamas, but he's definitely wearing his robe and so I can't believe that Teddy allowed Charlotte to put him on the window like that and have to hear them having sex and then other people were thinking he's trying to commit suicide and they brought the police, the firefighters, and the media and and then this goes on television and then Didi Dee Dee and children see it and then she's crying and I'm like, she has to know that he was cheating. Okay, he was this was something and he didn't think that he was cheating while he's telling his story at the end. Teddy didn't think, he said he made a mistake, he won't do it again, and he keeps seeing these attractive women, even when he was with Charlotte a bit, he was still noticing other women and whatnot, though nothing would happen, but it's just the idea, he cheated, but he thinks in the end, Teddy thinks by narrating the end of it, he thinks he wasn't cheating, but going back to the cheating, Buddy also was cheating one of their gay friends, and um, they knew he was gay, they didn't care about any of that, but, Remember when Joey and Teresa had this kind of party, but it wasn't like a renewal type of nuptials, but it looked something like that. And that's how Buddy met Eric there. And so when Buddy and Teddy and Richard and Joey were having some type of lunch, this is when Buddy's partner, older man, showed up and he realized he was having an affair with Eric. And then he dropped his suitcase out when he walked away, but he also gave him Eric's bracelet, dropped it right in his food. I think he had a hamburger and some fries. And I like the part where he says right in front of him, just like a woman too. He said, you poor bitch. (laughs) Nobody was laughing on that day, but in the midst of it, all of them were cheating. And then Richard was cheating. He was having an affair with a married woman. Okay, Joey was cheating. Teddy was cheating, and then Buddy was cheating, and so we get all this in the midst of what's been going on with this, and I don't know what else to say about it, it has been hilarious, and I was just looking at (laughs) when Teddy was trying to fly to get to Charlotte before, and that didn't happen, I knew he was flying on TWA, They're, they're not in service anymore, I used to be on TWA years ago. I would have thought it would have been Delta or Eastern. And that's okay. (laughs) That is okay. But I really like another thing that I wanted to say. That one of my favorite scenes is also the blind man. And that was funny as well. When Joey was going through some issues. his, His issues with his problems. His penis. His everything. Right. And trying to put. Teresa in on this as if like she's the problem and the miss So trying to make him feel better with the whole blind man and having buddy show up like he's blind breaking everything and Driving off blind and crazy that is one of the funniest scenes and there's so many and it was funny when Teddy would be on the phone <laughs> He was pretending to name himself as Julius Irving it was it was hilarious the way he spelled it wrong and all this other stuff and then Joey and Buddy wanted Teddy to help him get a new hairstyle, and the way they give him hairstyle was a joke, and so you, if you've heard the beginning of the clip, if you've seen it, you already know why it's funny, why his hair look, he had to kink it up. Again, dude, <laughs> Teddy had to kink up the hair again because it wasn't working, how he was making his hair look like he's a, an anchor, and you've heard of the anchors from back in the 70s and the 80s, and that just wasn't it. So having said that, we, we're gonna conclude with this We're gonna conclude with this one. And (laughs) it was good. I hope it was good. I hope you enjoy movies that are comedies. The Woman in Red. Yes, this was written for the screen and directed by Gene Wilder. And don't just call him Willy Wonka because I was a big fan of Willy Wonka and still am for many, many years. I likely will be. And uh, we'll get into more because I've seen some other that star and just co-star Gene Wilder. A lot of comedy, especially. You see him more and more comedy than drama. And I like other movies. We'll go into other movies that I like about Gene Wilder as well. And he's also a really good writer. And he was also a painter as well. And so... We'll go back into some other things, perhaps, because I have seen some other movies, additional movies, with uh, Richard Pryor as well, with uh, Gene Wilder working together. They've been, again, I mentioned prior to, and if I had, I'm just going to reiterate it that they've been at least four movies together. And learning Gilda Radner and, and Gene Wilder, they fell in love in like 1982. Hanky Panky was a movie from 1982 and Haunted Honeymoon, which came out in, I think it was 1986 actually, it was 1986 because it was two years after The Woman in Red. And so after that, they did get married. So um, this was really good, it was really cool. The Woman in Red, 1984, check it out. And um, we're going to end now, again, as I promised, I just called to say I love you. And I really love this soundtrack. Stevie Wonder, and we'll conclude and we'll come back with another episode and move forward. And so, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, at this point, I'm out.
1: No news. No sun No. How-
0: Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I, Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond enjoy i quirky girl by autumn simmons